0: The people that come to 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 the people that I wanted to share what happened when I went to the psychic level um, to speak to that younger version of myself regarding this trigger with pants <laughs> that I recorded two episodes ago, um, which was this morning. sorry for the noise in the background, like I said, that construction zone so. I went to that basic psychic level and brought her into the picture and, you know, asked her what she wants to say on this subject and at first it was pretty quiet. I tried to image her in my mind. It was hard to even remember exactly what to have an image of for myself in that younger age and I'm, I wonder why that is but um, she was pretty annoyed with me um, I, and that's why I wanted to share this is because the trigger that I'm having with my daughter is coming from this part of myself that I am not respecting now. Like, she, this aspect of myself was basically saying, like, you don't dress now the way that I would want to dress. You don't give me space in your life. You don't organize your space the way that I would organize it. Do you remember when I was, like, designing clothes (laughs) and designing homes and, like, getting into, like, architecture stuff. Like, I design rooms and, I don't know. And so, um, you know, there's that designer (laughs) in there who has never been allowed to come out and play. (laughs) Um, And then I realized that I, the idea that I had the other day regarding um, thrifted clothes was probably her, like, saying, hey, here's a good idea, because I do buy secondhand, pretty much, um, just because of the, you know, fast fashion, you know. I'm not that, I'm not perfect at it. I get stuff at Target. I get stuff at Marshalls. I am not an ideal in any of the aspects of my life. (laughs) I'm not trying to say that at all. But... I do feel it's very important to, when you can, um, you know, recycle clothes, and also I think I just have more fun that way, I just have more fun finding things that way, and that designer aspect does get to come out, because, let's be honest, a lot of the fashions out there right now, currently, maybe it's just in my area, but it's like so, so boring. So maybe she's just been really annoyed <laughs> on the undercurrent for a while. As I say that, I know that that's true. So I wanted to share that it was really interesting to be in that space and have her just kind of come at me with these things and I don't want to say it was a lecture, but she was she was like you're not doing this. Like you're not even like taking care of I basically was getting the message like, you don't spend the time to make yourself feel beautiful in the ways, presentable in the ways that I wanted, that I was looking forward to. I wanted to be wild and I never gave that space. I wanted to be wild and I was growing up in an area where... Um, goth was a thing and that was wild in its own way and the way that I rebelled against that was by basically you know using the clothes that I could afford to just look simple and normal and boring but that that was my rebellion against other people's rebellion I was like oh yeah you're alternative you're alternative and you all look like the same thing together I'm alternative that's kind of how I thought of it I'm not sure if I'm going to air this, Um, especially because I keep crying. (sighs) Okay, but she had something to say that was very important, and I asked her, (laughs) what do you want me to do right now? Like, what do you want me to do? Is there something I can do right now? And she was like, well, like why, why, like, like, there's so much for you to do, you can't do it all right now, but like, you're just going to say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, and then it won't be tomorrow because something else will come up, you, your work, and all of this other stuff is going to come up, and and then I'm going to keep getting pushed back, and pushed back, and pushed back, and pushed back, and I was kind of like in this, it did, was starting to feel like a lecture, and I was like, okay, if I write it down, <laughs> Will that be okay for right now, for this moment? I don't want to ignore you. I don't want to push you aside. I am listening. So I wrote it down. And I will listen because, honestly, after I did that recording this morning, saying that I was going to the psychic space, I, I did the morning invocation, sent that off, went about the work day, didn't do the psychic space. And I have felt weird all day just not not all right and it was like oh it's almost as if she was in my head with me when I said (laughs) when I said um I'm going to go into the psychic space and she's kind of like oh okay we're gonna you know we're gonna have a phone call but then did I did I make good on that no I made her way all damn day and I guess we just don't do that to ourselves. We, we, you know, try not to do that to ourselves. Try to respect the promises that you make to yourself because when you compromise too much and you don't give yourself that space to honor yourself... Yeah, I was really agitated all day. You can probably still hear it in my voice. So have those conversations. It might be interesting. You might get a lecture like I did, but I fully deserve it because I have not given her that space, and she's right. It irritates me. Actually, every time I look around at my space, um, at my clothes, I am grateful for what I have. But am I letting the designer really out? I have not been. So I hope you have a wonderful evening. I'm sorry for my agitated recordings today. But this is the, sometimes the trail gets, you know, I don't want to say rocky because I love rocks. I love it when trails get rocky. So if you're along with me, welcome to the rocky part. We may stumble around, slide around a little bit. Okay, bye now. Clearly I didn't air this yesterday when I recorded it. Um, I felt the pull to chop out some of the areas where I got emotional and was coming from, you know, and. I was saying things that I didn't really like the way that I was framing them because I have reframed of them for myself, um, for the adult part of myself, but that's clearly still somewhat alive for this, uh, this younger aspect of myself that I was having a conversation with and she was still, you know, those things are still alive for her. Um, they're pretty charged. So I know that maybe sounds... Uh, now listening back to it, maybe sounds like, you know, I'm just talking about des- about that designer aspect of myself. Like, what's the matter with that? Why did you get emotional, Rachel? Um, that was during a time in my life where uh, my, my parents were... I don't know was it the third year of their five-year divorce process Um, I was angry I was angry for a long time Um, and it was during an an age a stage of in my development that um, I really wanted to be just myself just take care of myself and instead I was uh, doing things for my single parent. Um, uh, <laughs> and I, I. That had ripple effects throughout my life. Um, I was really missing my mom, the time with my mom that I felt would help me be become a woman (laughs) during that stage. um, I missed out on a lot of that. So I think now as a mom looking at this nine-year-old girl and I was nine when my parents started to get a divorce. So perhaps there's that like supercharged reaction like I'm here I'm here to guide you and show you and have fun like wearing cool clothes like whatever cool clothes whatever it is that y- you know you want to learn and she's just so resistant and it's like oh I would have loved <laughs> to have had this situation that we are able to r- provide for her um Now, if my parents listen to this episode, I understand what happened as, you know, me myself as an adult, and I have a lot of compassion for the entire situation, but there is that part of me that got repressed. It was repressed for a very long time and is now the year that I'm turning 40, finally coming back out. Now, that being said, um, I got a soul retrieval this year and last night when I was sitting with all of this, I realized that definitely helped this aspect of myself come back and I'm so excited to have her back, like I've, it's like I've been, half of me has been sleeping (laughs) For so long, and she's she and these other aspects that came back in this soul retrieval, all all are being integrated, and are you know maybe sometimes they speak to me, maybe sometimes they come out in ways like the three-year-old wants to be playful, and this teenager she wants to be creative and do design and learn programming and (laughs) all this stuff and um i will tell you who i got a soul retrieval from and i recommend it to everyone everyone who's been through anything and we all have (laughs) i definitely recommend getting it um you know, listen to a few podcasts about it first, read into it a little bit, see if it's something that intrigues you. That's what I did. I forget how I even heard it. Oh, I think I was listening to their podcast. Again, it's the spiritual gaze. And I know that I (laughs) Um, maybe I'm too hyped up about them. But I I could you not, I was listening to podcasts before they were popular, um, podcasts, I mean, before they were widespread and well-known, and these guys are, I don't know, there's just something that really clicks there, and really, um, their offerings, their workshops have really enriched my life so I'm definitely going to give them a plug whenever possible (laughs) but also that that soul retrieval made such a big impact and um it's funny I did feel that she came back right away she was she was you know he even said afterwards he's like you know she's passionate you might (laughs) just be aware that this like super passionate part of you has come back um And it may feel pretty different. I forget exactly how he said it, but every once in a while, I'll feel that. And so to get in touch with that aspect through a trigger, I think, is pretty amazing. Um, It's an interesting use of, you know, just doing your shadow shadow work, um, doing, doing some digging, um talking to yourself using that psychic space in order to open space to speak to those aspects of yourself and um and seeing what they want you to do I am definitely a workaholic um And I would like to be a workaholic for the things that I find fulfilling. But often I find myself reverting to the mindset of the work has to feel like work. It has to feel trudging in order to be productive and useful. And that is incorrect. And I have not integrated that new understanding fully into myself. And I absolutely do want to move forward on the idea that I had that she had the other day regarding thrifted clothes because I think it would actually have a good impact on the environment and that would be fulfilling to me creatively and also, you know, just having a a positive impact on, on the world around me. So That's the work that I'm in, <laughs> uh, and I and I really do truly hope hope that it helps you. Um, sorry for the parts that cut in and out and my own stuttering around. I'm just trying to be real and raw. So there it is, um, and I will make another episode this but if you have comments about what you want me to explain more on what you want me to dig into because a lot of my halting and hesitation are things that I'm trying to skip over because I do want to give you more of the meat rather than the fluff Um, but give me some feedback on what you what is helpful Um, and I am completely open to that I enabled the voice messages here on anchor so you're able to leave a one minute voice message and if one minute doesn't suffice leave me a few okay I'll leave it there for today and I've got some more exercises and practices that I'm really looking forward to putting in the next few episodes and then it's on from the psychic practices Um, into some other practices so on we go